Before we dive into today's episode, I thought I would give you a little context as to how this subject of money has become really important to me. The main reason being, and I share this at the start of this episode, is that I find that inevitably at some point in a coaching conversation or series of conversations that I have with a client, we'll talk about pricing. We'll talk about pricing their work. We'll talk about how they price all of these sorts of things related to uh, money. And I find this really interesting because not a lot of this work is cut and dry for people. It's not as simple as just putting a price on something and moving along. There's a lot of emotional work that goes into thinking about pricing. And it's very easy to bring the emotion in such that it influences our decisions. And it's very hard for us to separate our own self-worth from the value of our work and the value of the business and what we create for our dream clients and dream customers. And so I wanted to take you on a little deep dive conversation today. This conversation may at points be a little triggering for for you. You might not agree with all of the strategies and tools that I share. That's completely okay. But what I would say, a caveat to that is that you listen and you try on some of the things that I suggest and see how that impacts different conversations that you have with your clients, number one, with the way that you price your services. If that's something that you've been thinking about revising, this might come into it. And it can even be the investments that you make in your business. They are all driven by, for most people, I say this, by the stories that we tell ourselves and so this is really important work it's not easy work but it's something I recommend that you revisit frequently and it's going to help all our areas of your life and it's certainly changed a lot of things for me and it's an ongoing process as well it's not something that I'm suddenly there and I can charge whatever I want and I'm completely okay with it. There's more to it than that. (laughs) But I would invite you to listen, to enjoy this monologue. It's a good 30 minutes long, so you're you're, going to learn a thing or two. And I do mention a couple of resources in this, including some other podcast episodes. So you can check those out in the show notes because this was originally an Instagram live video, I do show a particular book in, in one part of it, but I mentioned the name. So you'll be able to go and find that if you're really interested. But yeah, sit back, have a cup of tea or a glass of wine, listen to this. Tell me what you think. Um, shoot me a DM on Instagram if you really enjoy this episode. I'm looking forward to bringing you more of these solo episodes over the coming weeks. I think this is an opportunity for us to dive deeper and for you to start thinking in particular with this episode about some of the mindset work that is all part of the business journey. As many clients have told me, 
they did not think that small business would be such a personal development journey as well. It really is the quickest way to grow. If that's something that you're interested in and in your time on this planet, most of us are. But otherwise, um, sit back, enjoy, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Alrighty, we are live. This is really fun. If you jump on, please let me know if you can hear me okay. I have a little mic hooked up here. So, hey Jamie. So if you've jumped on live, can you just let me know that you can hear me okay and that the sound's coming through all right? Maybe just Give me a thumbs up in the chat would be amazing. We'll just wait here. Awesome. Awesome. We've got sound. That's a really, really good start. I thought I'd hook up the, the pro mic here for our little chat this afternoon. So this is a fairly informal conversation. I think this is the cool thing about going live on Instagram is that we can be fairly yeah, informal and we can uh, give people the opportunity to interact with the conversation, which is what I would love today. If you happen to be jumping on and watching this live, It'd be really fun. And I think this is a big topic as well. So this conversation could go for five or 10 minutes or it could go a little bit longer. We're talking today about your money story and your business. Now, I think these are two really important things that go together. And inevitably, when I have coaching calls with women at some stage in our time working together, these two things will come up. These two things will rear their head because at some point we'll get to talk about their pricing and how they're pricing their services, particularly if they're a service-based business. Some of my clients do sell products as well. They're artists and uh, illustrators. So that's a little bit different when it comes to pricing. But all in all, it's really important that you do this work around your money story. If you've been interested in personal development for a long time, it's also something that gets referenced quite a lot. And there's a lot of amazing books out there. One book that I particularly love that really helped me to work on this stuff in order to be able to gradually increase my prices over time, but also really understand value and where that was coming from 
as well. The book would be Money, A Love Story. It's a, there's a little bit of an esoteric side to it as well. It's by Kate Northrup. And I think what's really interesting is that a few years later after reading that book and going through the different exercises that she gets you to go through in that book, um, I started getting into Kundalini Yoga. And what's really interesting is that when Yogi Bhajan, who founded Kundalini Yoga, when he, or brought it to the West rather, when he talks about money, he says that particularly in the West, and he was doing most of his teaching in the US as well. So very, very similar to us here in Australia, New Zealand, you know, very similar culture, probably similar uh, narratives and societal ideals around money. But he said that Interestingly, money was one of the heaviest things. Now, what I understand he meant by that was that it was heavy because it had a really uh, strong, heavy energy. And that energy can be used in you know, all sorts of different ways. We can see the, the energy of money being used in really prosperous and uh, impactful ways. And then obviously we can see money being used completely the opposite. But in terms of how people felt about money, it was like the heaviest thing on the planet. There was always, um, you know, for him, when he was surrounded by people, he would talk a lot about money, which I think was also really great because sometimes in the, in the spiritual community in particular, the money conversation is one that, that we might shy away from. So the fact that he taught on money was really interesting to me and having done a lot of work on money as well, it seems like really uh, fitting and aligned. And so I think the first starting point I would say when it comes to your money story is thinking about this thing that Yogi Bhajan said around money being the heaviest object on the planet and the irony is is that it doesn't actually hold a weight I mean you could hold gold or silver and it has a weight but just energetically like I said we can either be in quite an abundant mindset around money or we can be in quite a scarce mindset and definitely that more scarce low frequency has a heavier energy so whilst we might look at numbers on our bank account and there's not something actually physical there that we can touch it certainly creates a reaction for us when we see that and so the first thing really in starting to unpack our money story before we even think about how that relates to our business is thinking about the energy that we have around money you know this is this is really just a simple form of awareness and I think any great development that you want to do on yourself the first key is always bringing awareness to what's going on what's the current state and obviously awareness can be in our thoughts it can be where we feel it in our body as well I think that's been something that's been a really powerful tool for me when it comes to understanding money and my current thoughts around it is thinking where am I feeling this in my body when I go to make this decision and in particular if you are running your own business and you've got to make a lot of decisions around money you can check in with your body and see what it is telling you and I know that 
when we go to make sales in our business. This is probably the hardest part for people is that transaction because we suddenly shift into this completely different energetic state if we haven't been doing that work around money and our beliefs and what we want to think and feel about it. So first and foremost, bring attention to your energy. That is before you even dive into your history and your past and the stories and all of that, which I think is really important because that helps us understand where we are today. But the first thing I would say is tap into your energy and whatever information that is giving you over you know it might be something that you decide to journal over a few days or a few weeks take note of that that's really important because once we bring awareness to that energetic state or to those thoughts we can start to work with them and we can notice if there's patterns and in particular like i said when it comes to uh, value exchanges in our business, we can start to notice, oh, this really comes up for me when I'm asked about my pricing or I'm really afraid to put my pricing on my website, for example. So awareness, bring attention to it. And then, like I said, the second part to this for you, and I'm going to keep this really simple and really basic because it's a big deep conversation that can bring up a lot for people and I'm not a psychologist and certainly in the past when I was doing more life coaching we might have gone quite deep on that but what I notice is that we all have a story around money we all have a narrative my narrative is probably going to be similar but maybe a little bit different to my parents to my sister, even to my husband. And whilst there's things that we want to be aligned on when it comes to money, there's things that he values more <laughs> than what I might value. And even when it comes to our business that we have together, there's different things that he'll value spending money on versus what I value spending money on. But, you know, in a partnership, it's important, I think, that. Doing the work around money is probably some of the most powerful things that powerful work that you can do for your relationship because when you are aligned on those decisions, it makes life so much easier. And I can see a few people that have jumped on here that that do run businesses with their partners as well. And so I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, it really helps to be aligned so that you know what investments you're going to make are going to be really good sound investments. Um, so doing the work on the money story, you can trace that back as far as you want. And I think it's a really important thing to do because we can start to map where our current beliefs might have come from. And it's not easy to completely erase the past and start again. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps there's some way to do that, that that I don't know about. But a lot of these beliefs are going to be sitting in our subconscious as well. So it takes a little bit of work to look back through our life. Some people call that recapitulation and see, you know, how did I feel about money at that age? What were the things that my parents, my mom or my dad said about money growing up? How much money did I feel like we had versus how much we actually had? Is it hard to make, was I told it was hard to make money? Did I, was I told, you know, once one thing that I definitely think about with my own childhood is that 
I saw my parents work really, really hard for every cent. But in some respects, we were also given so much. And there was times where my uh, parents actually separated and uh, my mum, we weren't part of our family business for that period of time. And my parents actually got back together and then divorced <laughs> eventually. So that's a bit of a, a, an interesting story, an interesting roller coaster for you, if you will. But um, there was a period when I was about 10 where they were separated and we were living in this tiny little flat. This was back when I was growing up in New Zealand and we had a shitty little car and my mum was cleaning houses in order for us to have enough money to live. Obviously, like they had worked something out, my mum, my dad, I don't quite know what that was, but that was really interesting because that was quite a pivotal time in my life. And it suddenly I, my family was separated and I saw my mum in a completely different light, working for every cent, working for every dollar. She'd grown up very uh, working class as well and so always throughout my life there's been this theme of you have to work really hard for your money and so I think what's really interesting was that when I started my own business this became really important and why this became really important is because when you are creating a value exchange for people uh, we get really confused what actually creates value. And I find this a really interesting conversation because value can be tangible, value can be intangible as well. But overall, what the value we are creating is the transformation that the client or the person goes through or customer, whatever label you want to put on them, by interacting with your service. So they go from an A to a B change. Now, the tangible things, obviously, they might have an increase in money, they might have an increase in status, they might get back some time, their relationship might improve. There's all these things that we can see. And then sometimes there's intangible benefits to working with you change in emotional state, change in belief systems. Um, there might be things that you really can't measure because there's something that someone feels internally. But as a life coach, those things were huge. And of course, coming into business coaching now in the last couple of years, it's been a little bit easier to measure some of those benefits because you're looking at someone going from not having a business at all to launching a business, having a handful of clients to going full-time in their business, things like that that uh, we can see. It's very easy to, to measure that value and the return on that investment. But where I got tripped up with this with the money story around my parents and growing up and the beliefs that I had held for a long time because just what I was surrounded by is that I thought that there was always this time for money trade, right? So I'm just going to take a sip of my chai for a second so that I don't get a dry mouth. So when we think of, when we're in a job, right? Most of us have maybe worked in corporate or we've at least worked in a job where we've been paid an hourly rate or we have been on a salary. And 
typically, even if you're on a salary, you might earn a commission, but you can break that down and work out, well, even if I'm paid this much per week, this is what my hourly rate ends up being. And so when we go into pricing our services, we look at all of the features of our product or our service. In particular, I was looking at a service and I was going, okay, so I'm giving them X amount of hours of one-on-one -on -one and I'm giving them these materials and I've done all this, I've got all of this years of um, training and uh, we can rattle off a number of things that we believe directly equate to the value and those features in particular the time spent is the one that trips most people up and i think the reason why it trips us up is because that might be how we have been taught that you earn money you go and you work for an hour and you get some money back in your bank in return but in actual fact, when you actually look at value, what you can see is that there are a number of ways beyond the time that we spend with our clients that create value. And can I tell you, in a coaching call, we might be spending 40 minutes or an hour together and the insight that absolutely blows your mind and changes your life might come in the last five minutes of the call. So it's very hard to put a price on five minutes of time where you've given an insight that has completely changed their life and transformed their life. And so what you need to do is you need to start looking at what is that transformation worth to that person. And I think the, the, the reason why we need to look at our clients more and more and more and what they are achieving or what they are getting or what is happening for them as a result of engaging with our service is because we often confuse our self-worth and our worth i'm worth this much with the transformation <laughs> and your worth is actually completely separate and so what you need to do is when you go to start pricing your services, you need to be able to separate your worth and your self-worth. Yes, it's important that you love yourself and you believe in yourself because then you will put the right prices on your services. But when we separate it, we're able to look at our client over here and we're actually able to say, yeah, that's awesome. Look at where they were able to get and we only spent five hours of coaching together total, but they went from earning no dollars to earning $10,000 in that time. Or they went from hating the job and being ridiculously unhappy to quitting their job. And that's a decision that they've been sitting on for a whole year. And so what you've been able to do sometimes in a short space of time is empower them to make a decision. And it's pretty hard to put a price on that, I know. But what you can then do is start to think, well, what, what does this mean financially for this client? If they quit their job and they're able to start their business, they've been sitting on an idea for a year and suddenly this opens up a whole new life for them. That's pretty awesome, I would think, right? So that's how the money story 
translates into our pricing and how we think about value. And I can go into much more detail on value-based pricing because that's something that I love to work with people on. Um, but what I would say, and <laughs> thank you, yes, I'm getting some solid yeses around what I'm saying. I really appreciate your feedback, thank you. Um, I've got a couple of podcast episodes on pricing that are really great to go back to and I'll make sure if I pop this in as an IGTV into my feed that you get to know what those podcast episodes are but you can always head over to the True To You podcast after this and have a look for those because they are really, really awesome episodes. I just really break it down black and white, other ways to look at pricing especially from this hourly rate model to a value-based pricing model. So I think that's really important for you. And I think the other thing that I want to throw in there now, I was um, on the internet the other day, actually I was on Instagram and I had seen that there's someone that I follow that has recently put up this half day experience that you can do with her. And I thought it was really interesting because I watched myself interact with her content and I, I love this person and I, I love that she stands in her values. She's completely solid and really doesn't give a shit. And I think the, the other thing we've got to realize with value is that the transmission of energy that that other person gives to you, how you feel when you are around them. And I haven't even interacted with her. I've never had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with this person. I've never even been in her presence, I don't think. No, because she's mostly lived overseas since I've been following her. But I went over to, yes, yes, PK, you're exactly right. I went over to her website and can I say, I was just completely like taken by the whole experience that she laid out. The only reason why I did not blink at the price and thought, yeah, I would totally pay that. I haven't jumped on it yet, but this is what was going through my mind is a couple of things. Now, if you come out of the gate with pricing your services and you're like, $30,000 for this thing. And we don't know anything about you. There's no social proof. We haven't seen you show up time and time again. You haven't built a reputation um, for over time. And there's a couple of people that have jumped on and on, the, off, on and off this live who I know have done the work in terms of creating uh, a solid reputation or a solid body of work, whether it be a podcast or whether it be blogging or whether it actually be conducting your service. And they've done hours and hours and hours of it. And I'm not saying that the amount of hours spent equates to the value. I'm just saying that they, they've put in the work, they've done the work and they've shown us the whole time. And so what happens is that when I jumped on PK's website and I saw that she had this experience up, I was like, well, yeah, 
I would do that because A, I want to be surrounded by her energy. I'm going to feel transformed. There's going to be a bunch of kick-ass women on this that are going to be really aligned with me. And this is where I'm going with my life. And this just helps solidify things that I believe in. So that's the other thing with value is that if you're really clear on your beliefs and uh, you show that, people are going to be really attracted to that. It's when you're all like wishy-washy and unclear and using lots of spiritual language or using lots of language from your industry that people don't understand. They're not really going to know what they're getting. They're not going to know what the transformation is it's going to be for them. But for her, I know she's put in the work. I know I want to be surrounded by her people and by her and what she has to say. And so for me, the price that she had put on it didn't really feel like too much of a stretch. Could be, could be the day of the month of <laughs> my menstrual cycle that I'm in. Maybe it's not the right day to make irrational decisions <laughs> around things, but what I would say is that's really interesting to you. Just notice what comes up. And so the final thing, or oh, I've got two more things. So one other thing I just wanted to say on this money story and values uh, and your value with your clients is that what we don't want to do, where possible, it's going to be a lot of work to do this. If we have a bit of a negative story about money, if we don't feel great about money, if we're starting a business and we are carrying all of these beliefs, maybe about ourselves, but about what we believe this, our services are worth to someone, evidently what you're doing when you get into a sales conversation is you, if you're not clear on those, you're going to be unconsciously mapping those beliefs onto your client. Then the way that you speak about your service and the way that you show up, how present you are with the person. And when you then finally get to the point where they ask you, so you know, what does it cost? What's the investment to work with you? Or if you're sending out an invoice, you're going to be really afraid about that part and you're really going to avoid it. We don't know that other person's money story. We don't know what they can afford, what they can't afford. We don't know what they value. We assume that they value working with someone like us. Otherwise, they wouldn't have reached out. But what we unconsciously do is we map our beliefs onto the experience that they have. So if you're conducting a service, it's really important that you do this work on, on money because what we talk about in Creator Club is falling in love with your offer. You want to be so in love with your offer that you could just, I'm looking outside at the street right now, I could run down the street and say, you, fucking need to join Creator Club Business Coaching Membership. It is the best experience. If you are a small business owner, if you are a coach or creative, you need to be able to run down the road and tell people how amazing your service is, how much you love it. And look, I'm not saying you seriously do that. That's, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But if you can't get into a conversation with someone and actually stand behind what you are doing, because you're carrying around these shitty money stories, then it's going to be very hard to sell. And I know people hate that word sales. 
they hate they hate selling they hate the word sales but when you do all of these things that i've just shared with you it actually makes the experience of selling really fun and it's probably some of the most important personal development work you'll ever do in your business right and if we want to create the kind of financial abundance that we aspire to have and the whole reason that we start our small businesses in the first place we kind of need to be able to stand behind what we're selling we need to be able to also put a price on our work that's not going to leave us strung out and stressed and not wanting to serve anyone so that's a whole other story anyway and how you actually price your work but I just thought I'd love I'd add in that little that little um, truth bomb there. So the final thing that I wanted to say here is what you want to do if you want to start practicing your money your money work is like I said you can do all the story work and you can do all that if you want and maybe you work with a coach or a therapist or someone or you've you get, get um, Kate Northrup's work. It's quite old, but it's really great. There's a lot of other great women out there doing work around manifestation. So find whoever you need. If you know that that's a bit of a block for you, find whatever tools that help you bring awareness. Maybe it's tapping. Maybe it's through your yoga practice, through your journaling. Whatever you need to do that work because you can see that it's something that's stopping you from really stepping into your power in your business, do that. So that is, that is your practice, working out the money story, then bringing awareness day to day to those thoughts and belief. The final thing, this is a bit of a, an interesting one I'm just gonna throw at you right at the end. One thing I've been quite interested in is having cues around me when it comes to money. And one of these cues is, is a book that I recently bought. And what the cues help me do is they help, um, they're tangible things. So it might be beautiful clothes. So I love now investing in beautiful clothes that I try to get sustainable brands and um, things I love, things I really love. I spent like a few months ago, I spent half a day just throwing out pretty much all of my wardrobe, apart from this this jumper I've lived in. But I would say, you know, get rid of everything that doesn't light you up, that doesn't excite you, that doesn't make you feel beautiful and sexy or whatever it is you love to feel in clothing and replace it with stuff that you love and that you feel good in. And it might mean that you only have a handful of things. That's something that's really worked for me and that's been a great cue. And a lot of these cues might be around luxury. It might be taking baths. It might be um, beautiful. We get a delivery of beautiful food every week. And these things are not actually crazy expensive or elaborate, but I do encourage you to have some things in your life that are a little bit elaborate to you. You know, do it, it's, it's important might be lacy underwear i don't know but there's all of these little cues that we can have and so back to the book that i ordered a few months ago and this is the book here 100 million dollar offers right it's by this guy alex Hamozi. and i i love it because it's purple purple's always a bit of a um purple's actually um 
Yeah, I think it, purple is actually a colour of abundance. Now, some, some people could, might be able to correct me there that are into their crystals and chakras and things like that. But it's like your crown, you know. Um, and so I love the colour, number one. I think the title is completely bold and, you know, you, you might look at that and go, $100 million. That is the whole thing though. That is the thing that you need to do. You need to create cues so that you can observe your money story and your beliefs in action. And so whilst, you know, I think $100 million offers is pretty crazy. Like um, he's not actually saying that, that, that his product is $100 million to interact with it but it's an accumulation but there is there is basically the emphasis of the book is towards higher value offers and i find this so interesting because even just looking at the cover of this book alone watching people walk past this book i had uh, someone over the other day and they looked at it and they were like oh 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 i don't like that oh, you know and i'm not into these funnel hacking like you know marketing secrets boys club type stuff but now and again i do love reading books like this because i mean let's face it the guy's been successful he's turned around his business from a lot of um, you know, failings into something quite incredible. So you want to have cues. You want to have cues that make you aware and perhaps they might trigger you initially, but I think that's actually really good, right? It's really, it's really interesting to watch your patterns in action. And I'm actually really excited as to what I'm going to learn from him because he knows a thing or two. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to take everything on board and suddenly coaching prices are going to go through the roof, but it is going to help me up level. And that's the final thing that I'll say is that surround yourself with people that model, whether it be people that you read about in books, whether it be podcasts and find these people in your life it might be a mentor or it might be working with a coach maybe it doesn't matter who it is or where it comes from find people that model the type of money story that you want to have the type of abundance the type of lifestyle i can think of someone that that has this and um I know him, we're sort of friends, but even just observing through Instagram what he's doing and what he's actually accomplished around, you know, he sold his company for a lot of money around his 30s and now the life that he's living. And I'm like, you know, that's a pretty cool money story. That's a kind of money story that aligns with my values and we have similar values. And so I'm not watching it and I'm going, oh, easy for him or oh well you know and all of these <laughs> cortisol inducing reactions coming out of me I'm watching it and going that's cool you know like that's something to work towards and so find people that have money stories that maybe from completely different industries maybe a little a bit of that bro marketing that I'm not really into but you know sometimes it's good to borrow from them and find what works for you it's your life it's your business you are in business to create something that truly impacts people so 
one thing I would finally say on this is go, go into this work. It's a journey. It takes a lot of work to unravel years of shitty money stories and replace it with something new. But when we do this work, when we are with our clients and when we are in the sales process, we are far more powerful, we are engaged and we are there to help them create the transformation in their lives, which is the whole reason they are paying you in the first place and hopefully the whole reason they are paying you good money. So thank you all for, who, for jumping on. Um, if you've got any questions, you can pop them in the chat there, but otherwise, um, pretty much going to leave it there. I really appreciate you listening and um, being here with me today. It's been fun to jump on. Like I said, I'm pretty, I've got like four uh, bullet points up there. I'm just completely riffing right now. But you know, it's, it's cool to reflect on years of work that you've done and be able to share it with you today. So I'll probably pop this up as an IGTV and maybe even as a podcast as well. So you can listen back on this. But I really appreciate you being here. I love this community and you really inspire a lot of people in your lives to live a good life. And I think that we need, we need that right now. You know, we've got to, got to keep the vibes high. So thank you so much for being here. Lots of love. I'm going to finish off my chai and get on with the rest of the day. <laughs>